This podcast is brought to you by the award-winning prop firm, Fidel Crest, and is for entertainment purposes only. It took me like four or five months to get to my first 100K, and it took me a year to grow that 100K to 1 million. So let me tell you one secret trick, all right? The best teachers are the ones that already have good students and do not advertise their classes, all right? So if all they can talk about is, join my class, join my mentorship, join my signal group, join my education group, there is at least a 90% chance that he probably sucks. In Malaysia, there's a flip culture. And then so our main goal is to flip accounts. Okay, so what we do is basically we risk around 30 to 40% of the account. So basically, this is not risk advice, okay? This is what I did to get my first million, all right? So we used to risk around 25 to 30% of the account per trade. So it is unhealthy, it is bad, but if your win rate is high enough, you can do it. So if your win rate is at least 80, you could definitely do that and score perfectly. What I did was I flipped my $1,000 account and so it turned into 1003 And then whatever that was, and then you got to your first million, right? But then, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, nothing, 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 nothing will feel better than your first 100K. Why? It is because when you achieve your first 100K. Ready, ho, folks. Today, we've got Mr. T in the house now. He was a sought-after trader. A lot of folks out there on the internet have asked me to get him on luckily and i think it is very lucky to get him on he's a malaysian snr trader and took a one thousand dollar account to a million this is why people want to get him on and he didn't about 17 months you're going to find out exactly how he did it and the whole story and a lot of anecdotes along the way and stuff you're probably going to want to have and hit on repeat maybe save them somewhere else or what we'll do is we'll create a, a few shorts on these and have them up on the channel there are other shorts on there if you do want to go and check those out as well if you haven't seen them yet please go and do so now we uh, to i suppose put some context around this we did shoot a video after this where mr t broke down uh, some of the malaysian snr things in fact it was the most sought one of the most sought after uh, bits of knowledge which is around trend lines and the use of trend lines and how these malaysian guys do it so folks that's coming up here on the show if you're on the podcast you want to jump onto the youtube to catch that if you're on the youtube hit subscribe like uh, the notification bell and click all and you'll get that alert now other things going on here on the youtube channel we've got live streamers uh taking on the fidel chris 50k challenge so we've got three of them going for it at the moment we're going to get a fourth on if you do want to take part uh, there's a link underneath the video here or on the podcast description you can enter that and we'll get you we'll see if you can get you on the show now uh, other things going on at down below the video and podcast is the free trading view pro so if you want to get free trading view Pro, then these guys, Black Bull Markets, are offering that up for folks, and you don't have to do a lot. So go and check out the link under the vi um, video and podcast for that, as well as any automation stuff. So I've got a bunch of stuff I've put together that's going to help you automate what you do on a price chart. So go and check all of that stuff out with these links that are floating around, or just go to tradingnut.com. All right, enough for me. Let's get on with this amazing interview, and it is top draw interview, okay, with Arif T. Fidel Crest is an award-winning prop firm that funds traders with up to $2 million and offers generous profit splits up to 90%. So one thing that really sets Fidel Crest apart is their no minimum trading days requirement on their challenge and verification stages. On top of that, traders who successfully pass the challenge and verification stages are eligible to receive a bonus payout of up to 30K on top of their funded stage profit split payout on performance. And be sure to use promo code TRADINGNUT, all one word, to get 10% off your next challenge. Click the link in the description below or the card above 
above to find out more. All right, folks, here we are on Trading Up. We've got Mr. T in the house all the way over there in London. Uh, now, I'm so glad to get you on because you're one of these guys that has, well, you, as you can see from the face, he's he's hidden. Um, he's an underground trader, but doing very well. And I like to get these guys on now and now and again uh just to share some stuff that you might not get otherwise so welcome to the show and thank you so much for coming on and agreeing to to be here today thank you for having me it's an honor now um we're going to start off by getting your story so how how did you get into trading what was that sort of road roadmap journey to get to where you are now all right so that's one question that may take a few minutes to answer all right so uh growing up uh I had a dad who was interested in stock trading, yeah? And so my dad, he went to all these classes and he went to, well, he went for a bit of training, yeah? And so he grew a small account and I asked him, hey, dad, could you teach me? Yeah. And then he went like, yeah, but it's too advanced. So I was like, all right, bet. Okay. So what I did was I searched on YouTube. I searched Telegram channels. I searched everywhere I could. And I came back to him with a certain amount of knowledge and all he did was laugh at me. You know, because uh, apparently uh, the sad truth is uh, whatever is on YouTube uh, and whatever online stuff you have is basically only the very, very, very tip of the iceberg in terms of what is actually offered uh, the, in terms of how, how, go how good and juicy the trading info is, honestly. And so what I did was I finally talked to my dad and said, Hey, dad, you should teach me. All right. And so we went on a journey of learning about the RSI, the MACD, some EMAs and all that stuff. Right. And so I made my first thousand dollars. Yeah. Thousand pounds, thousand dollars, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The first, my first four figures. Yeah. And then I felt like I was on top of the world. All right. I felt like I was on top of the world. And with this RSI, MACD, whatever you may call it, I could be a very, very rich man. And Guess, guess how that turned out, yeah? Uh, I became quite poor for that time being because, because uh, you see, that some of us might believe in beginner's luck, some of us don't, but I truly do, okay? So I felt like that part was, uh, I'd say, beginner's luck phase, all right? And so what I did was uh, me and my friends, we shared money to learn with this one C4, okay? He costed like around 5,000. And then it turns out, what he what he showed us was extremely basic shit, all right? And then so what I had to do was, oh, fuck. So then uh, we basically lost money. We basically got scammed, all right? And then I've also gone into some copy trade stuff when I was a bit younger. And that also went bankrupt. So that, was, that also sucked. So what I did was basically, okay, I followed signal groups. I went into a copy trade. I've also gone into... I've also been scammed. So what I did was I started looking for proper Forex teachers. So let me tell you one secret trick, all right? The best teachers are the ones that already have good students and do not advertise their classes, all right? So if all they can talk about is join my class, join my mentorship, join my signal group, join my uh, education group, uh, there is at least a 90% chance that he probably sucks. 
Okay. And so um, what I did was I, whenever I saw a Forex teacher had a, had a signal group or whatever not, I'm like, all right, I got to be careful. Maybe I won't give him my money right now. Okay. But then uh, back in 20s, uh, back in 2019, 2020, like that, there were these traders, right? That would advertise their classes every three months. And that be only like, all right, we have 10 slots. As far as 200 bucks, it's 400 bucks. Come on in. You'll have to go, you'll have to pass an interview and I'll teach you. All right. And then they don't advertise that those classes again. It's not a monthly thing, it's not a bi-monthly thing. It's a whenever they want to open, they open kind of thing. All right. And then so you know what? Let's try one of these guys. Okay. And so I tried one of those guys and I learned what everyone now calls Malaysian SNR. All right. And so basically Malaysian SNR is much, 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 much more refined SNR. Okay. Well, I'm aware that SMC uses, uh, basically SMC uses volumes to predict future price movements. And well, they don't believe in trend lines, I guess. But in my opinion, trend lines are the most important thing in the market. All right. Have you ever seen a level? Have you ever seen a level where basically, okay, you see a support, you, maybe a resistance, maybe a support, basically it's a V or an A, right? And so price approaches that V and A, it just bursts up and then it goes down. And some people call it a fake out. But to me, fake outs don't exist. There isn't such thing as a fake out. Basically, it's only a matter of experience and skill to spot whether something will go a bit further than the line you've drawn. And to me, the Malaysian SNR way to determine that is a trend line. So we believe in Malaysia, most Malaysian traders believe that if price does not give a sharp entry on an SNR, there is definitely a trend line that you're missing. Okay. And I, it took me like five teachers to finally get that concept correct. And you see, uh, I, have, I have around seven teachers and all those seven teachers were the, had the same stereotype, which was uh, they disappear, they post the trades, they post the students' trades, they repost the student trades, and they wouldn't talk about any mentorship until a few months later, right? And so that's how you spot a truly legit teacher because what you want to spot, what, what, how you find a legit teacher is by knowing that their main income isn't class money. Okay, because once you see that they advertise classes all the time, you already know that their main, in class, main, main income is class money. Therefore, probably meaning that they're a shit trader. Mm -hmm. All right. And so uh, when it comes to my journey, right, I got my first million last year. <laughs> Congratulations to me. <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. And so how I did it was, um, so in Malaysia, there's this uh, flip culture, all right? And so, um, and you're Malaysian, yeah. You're you're originally from Malaysia, yeah. I'm originally from Malaysia, yeah. but right now I'm based in the UK. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. So in Malaysia, there's a flip culture, and then so our main goal is to flip accounts, right? Okay. So what we do is basically, um, we risk around thirty to forty percent of the account. So basically, this is this is not risk advice. Okay. This is what. I did to get my first million, all right? So we used to risk around 25 to 30% of the account per trade, all right? So it is unhealthy, it is bad, but if your win rate is high enough, you can do it, 
All right. So if your win rate is at least 80%, you could definitely do that and score perfectly. All right. Because I believe that the market is a learning. I, I believe that trading is a learning process. You'll never be every, you know, I've been trading for around five years myself, but I feel like every month, okay, it used to be every day I learned something new. And then it was every week I learned something new. And then it was every month. And now every like two, three months, I learned something new. And so when do I learn something new? It is when I have a loss. And so I feel like a lot of people, they want it fast. They want it quick. They want it as soon as possible. But ladies and gentlemen, if you do have success, quite quickly, it might be just beginner's luck and you won't be holding on to that money forever. All right. And so what I did was I flipped my $1,000 account. All right. And so it turned into 1003 All right. And then whatever that was, and then you got to your first million. Right. But then ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, nothing, 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 nothing will feel better than your first 100K. All right. Why? It is because when you achieve your first 100K, everything, all your problems, all your worries disappear. All right? Why? It is because when you achieve your first 100K, let me tell you, financial freedom starts when you start trading 30 lots. Okay? Anything above 30 lots, and then you have true, absolute freedom. Okay, because I feel like, okay, so let's say, so basically, <laughs> if you can afford, if you can afford a Louis Vuitton jacket after every trade, then you're basically rich. All right. Okay, so moving on. So and then from that 100K, I started going easy on the risk. Why? Because, uh, you see, when you're trading a six figure account, the let me tell you that the emotional and psychological barriers are, they just became a bit harder, right? Mm. And so it took me like four or five months to get to my first 100K. And it took me a year to grow that 100K to 1 million. Because you see, that's just how it works, okay? You don't want to burden yourself in trading. Even no matter how consistent you are, there comes a certain threshold, there comes a certain stage in life, in your trading journey, where you're like, okay, let's take it slow. Okay, so that was my, that was my, that was my place where I took it slow. Folks, I'm here in the Black Bull Markets trading floor and I'm surrounded by their customer support agents who are ready to take your calls, emails, or live chat 24-7. Now, if you're a newbie or experienced trader, you know your trading's in good hands. All right. Were, were there any like sort of uh, hurdles on that sort of first 100K Part, oh my god, you sort of, there was like how there many because I suppose at some point you would have been at like 86 or something, and you you know, you're gonna be placing 30% of the account, which is what like 30k, no, 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 no like 25k no, no. or was, something. I think I think I stopped um I think I stopped doing the 30% thing at like 50k. Right. right? Okay. And then right. I start I start I start risking 10 and then 10 and then 10 and then 10, you know, because uh Dude, let me tell you, uh, you know, when you're playing a game, right? When you're playing a game, uh, let's say you're playing Pac-Man, right? Let's say you're playing Pac-Man and you're eating those Skittles, right? Uh, what Skittles? Tic-Tacs? Yeah, Tic-Tacs, right? Yeah. So you're eating those Tic-Tacs and the ghosts are chasing you, right? And so once you rise another level and another level and another level, right? The thing is, the market repeats itself every single day. 
And the thing is, uh, the levels getting harder is merely an illusion, okay? Because the market is just a simple repeating process. But the thing is, um, the thing is, even though it's exactly identical, you're always thinking that the higher you go, the more the market is against you, even though it's not, right? And so what I did was 30%, 30%, 30%. And then when I got to 50 something, all right, so I'm going to go 10%, 10%, 10%. But the outcomes were similar. Like in every, in every 10 trades, I'd lose two or three and that'd be all right. You know? Yeah. And, and so I remember, um, I remember like going to like 20K and then having a loss streak and it turned, and then basically I felt like, I felt like, okay, so let's say how I did it was, so every time my account moves to a certain threshold, right? I divide my accounts into like three to five accounts. So let's say my 1K goes to 10K, right? Mm. I divide them into like 3,300, 3,300, 3,300. So it'll be a longer process, but it'll be a safer process. Let me tell you that. Because there were times where like I've lost, so out of the three accounts, I lost two. And then I, so this account, basically that was my last lifeline, right? Right. And then, so what I did was I traded it slowly to, to make sure I got another life, so, uh, to make sure it doubled. Uh, yeah. So I got another lifeline. And then, so I traded this one recklessly. You got what I mean? Right? I traded this one with, with an unhealthy amount of risk. Okay. All right. And then, so when, when, when it goes to a certain treasure, I divide them, divide them, divide them. So basically, uh, I don't use much risk management because I think the most popular term of risk management is don't risk more than 1% of your account. Don't risk more than 0.1% of your account. But in my opinion, if your winner is high enough, it's high enough, you could definitely risk more than 1% because 1% is extremely small, unless you're a millionaire, you know? And, and so what I did was that. So I, I, I am a believer that account management is more important than risk management. Well, technically account management, account management is risk management, but it's basically a subtype, right? Mm. And so... I believe that managing your accounts is the most important part of trading. If, 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 and only if you're out of the learning process, now you're in the mastering process. So I believe in trading, there are four phases, all right? So there's the shit phase, the learning phase, the experience phase, and the mastery phase, all right? So the shit phase is thinking, you could do this all alone without a mentor, which technically speaking, is a very shitty mindset because you'll never do it alone because it's literally that hard if you don't have anyone to tell you this is wrong, this is right, this is bad, all right? And so once you're finding out of the shit phase, you're going to the learning phase. The learning phase is where you start gathering knowledge from people, all right? You start gathering knowledge from people. You start basically, so this, this so basically what I did was my main motto in life is basically I have to know what I know so that I know what I know. So, so I have to know, I have to know what I don't know so that I can know what I don't know. You get me? So from knowing what you don't know, so from, so from knowing what you don't know, you can find what you don't know, then you'll know what you don't know. All right. So the most important part in trading is understanding which puzzles are missing. And that takes a bit of instinct and also trial and error, okay? Mm. And so 
what I did was, okay, so I learned long-term direction with this Sifu, but then his entry levels are pretty bad. So what I did was I tried to scour the market for a person who consistently gets sharp entries, all right? So because my long-term direction is complete, so all right, now I want sharp entries, right? And so, pop, now I got a teacher who has sharp entries, but then his sharp entries are, his sharp entries maybe not be, it isn't enough because you want to sculpt as well. So then I find a teacher who knows how to sculpt. So basically, trading is all about enhancing your skill set and basically turning yourself into Batman. You know, you have, you have the belt full of the batarangs, some tear gas and whatnot, right? Because basically, you'll need each tool in every element of trading. Basically, because sometimes the market acts this way and your technique might not work. So if you have like five, six techniques in your mind, so based on the current market, based on the current market, you could adapt and choose which one works best based on your experience, right? So that's the learning phase, basically scouring the land to find people who can teach you what you want to know, all right? So once your learning phase has ended, I call this the experience phase. The experience phase is the most gruesome, the most, the worst, the most, basically you're going to get, you're going to get shat on by the market during that phase. Why? Because you are learned, because the market is the best and the worst teacher, because it is brutal, but it will teach you something if you're willing to learn, all right? So the experience phase is a minimum of six months of, uh, is, is, a, is a minimum of three months, but a maximum of six months per technique, depending on how hard it is, all right? To know the technique inside and out, to use the soft Forex, Forex simulator, to make sure that you're following, that you're following properly, you know? Because sometimes the worst part about trading is knowing, is, is feeling like you know everything. So the moment you start thinking you know everything is when, you're going to put is when it's when you start going to a downward spiral, honestly. Mm. Okay, because the moment you lose, you're unable to learn from that loss. Because I feel like, by the way, is this recorded? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because well, I'm still I'm speaking pretty good. Fuck. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's going really well. I'm, I'm thinking we've got this. <laughs> no, okay, carry oh, okay. on, man. Sure. So as soon as you have sure. a loss, yeah. As soon as you have a loss, yeah. So as soon as you have, uh, no, no, as soon as you think you know everything in the market, right? Yeah. And so the thing is, losses are inevitable, no matter how high your knowledge is, right? And so as soon as you have a loss with the mindset that you know everything, you're crushed, you're gone, you're obliterated, you're out of the game because, right? Uh, because your belief in yourself knowing everything has been ruined, but let's say, because one of the most important parts of trading is definitely your psychology, right? If your psychology is ruined, your next trade is ruined. You'll be desperate. You'll be depressed. You'll put a smaller lot than you should. Or maybe you'll put a bigger lot than you should, which inevitably puts you in a downward spiral, which sucks, okay? And so what you have to do is basically, when you go in the market every day, right, you tell yourself, I'm the market's bitch. It could do anything it wants to me, but whatever it does, I learn from it. All right. So no matter how hard the market beats you up, you'll be okay. Because your main goal in entering the market today, this week, next week, next month, next year, is to learn from it. And eventually the market will teach you everything it has to teach. And then you'll go to the final phase, mastery. And so mastery is where Basically, there is, uh, there is the middle point between overconfidence and underconfidence, right? 
mastery is when your confidence is right in the middle. All right. You still know that you still, you know, in your heart that it is unlikely for you to lose. But if you do, you have many accounts on your back and you will, and, and you will learn from it. Okay. So basically your, your job in the market is well to trade, trade it well, but also learn from the market. If you want fast results, unfortunately, you're not going to get it. If you want to beat the market, unfortunately, the market is always smarter than you. But if you want to learn from it, the market has unlimited wisdom to offer you. So, yeah. That's all. That's, that's a, great, a great little lesson there for anyone watching uh, or listening. I think, folks, Thank just you. go back and have a, have a rewind of that and, and check it out again because I think those steps and you better work out exactly what phase and I think I actually asked this question just a couple of days ago to a, another guest mm-hmm. and I don't think I've got the got the answer I was after but this was the answer I was after like what phase of the of the process are you in um, right. now what I want to do is sort of like dive into that process that you know when you were going through that process I mean what did you find to be the hardest part and can you remember sort of like a story of where you know, things were just looking pretty damn average and you were like, I suppose, you know, at the point of giving up maybe or, or just like really thinking, oh man, what am I missing? What You know, and how did you get over that? Oh, um, all right. So the thing is, right, I've never worked alone because I've always had a supportive circle of traders, all right? So I am Mr. T. And if you observe my stories from time to time, you'll see that I have around 10 really good traders who always like tell me to post them, to post their trades on my story. I'll uh, to repost their trades on my story. I'll repost theirs. So basically it's a friendship. Okay. And so the thing is we have this one circle, right? And so there will be points. There will be times in your trading journey where, so the thing is, I think one of the hardest parts is also to know what you don't know so you can know what you don't know, right? Because mm. sometimes it's hard to find what you're missing, okay? Because um, sometimes the missing puzzle, the missing piece of the puzzle is not apparent, okay? And so what I do is basically in my circle, we have like a few people, right? And all of them trade different ways, Okay, all of them trade different ways. Some trade, some all of us trade Malaysian SNR, but Malaysian. So the thing is, I feel like Malaysian SNR doesn't do the Malaysian style justice. Okay, because we use trend lines, we use a certain level. Okay, that isn't really obvious, and we use and we cherry pick our levels. All right, and so I feel like let's just call it the Malaysian style, okay? So there are many styles in Malaysia, okay? So like, okay, everyone has watched Avatar, right? There's fire bending, there's water bending, there's whatever not, right? Yeah, so that's basically, that's basically a group of, there's a water bender, a fire bender, an earth bender, an air bender, you know what I mean? Okay? Yeah. And so in that group, so what I do is basically, if I, if I took a loss on the train and I don't know what went wrong because nothing comes to my head of what went wrong, there's going to be one person in that circle, at least one, yeah. who's got a sharp entry at that level. Ah. So I'm like, you know what? Man, 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 man. How'd you get that? Oh, so this, so I saw this year, that year, this year, that year, and that is, but wait, wait, wait. But in my way, 
So let's say, so but, but based on my understanding, the blah 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 is supposed to happen because of blah blah blah. Oh no 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 no. Uh, based on my understanding, this has to happen because let's say there's a breakup or there is another trend line I'm missing or maybe in his understanding that is an invalid level because of so on so on so on so on. Okay, so that circle, that circle gives me ideas. Okay, it gives me ideas on what to modify. And sometimes, let's say, let's say, shit, I don't. And let's say their explanation doesn't do me justice. I feel like this deviates way too far from the style I'm trading, right? So I say, bro, I think I know a friend who trades about the same like you, and he got that entry. Do you want me? Do you want me to tell him? Do you want me to tell him to teach you? I think his fees are like what four hundred, five hundred. You could you, so basically, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so basically, your your network is your net worth. You know that's a very cringe thing to say, but it's true. <laughs> you know. Because you're, if you don't know something, you probably know someone who knows someone who knows thing, mm. right? Yeah. So that's how I overcame it by knowing someone who knows someone. <laughs> right. And and did you? How did you grow that network? Was that through the communities that you were like getting educated through? Like, say for example, you went with one mentor. They had the chat room, and then you just met people in that chat room. How did you honestly, sort of grow your little group? Honestly, yes. <clears throat> honestly, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Honestly, that is the yeah you, you, you answered for me, but then I'll give you a bit longer answer because it's a podcast, right? Um, so yes, I got my friends from my mentorship groups, and when you reach a certain threshold, uh, basically your mentor in Malaysia there's this culture where like they when you reach a certain threshold, your teacher will be like, okay, you're ready to teach, okay, and so I started teaching a few people. And they adapted my style into ways that I have never seen before. Okay, and then so I asked them, "Dude, how'd you do that?" So they told me, "So this, 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 this. ah, you know." And so my circle are either my the friends I met in my mentorship groups, uh, a friend of a friend, because sometimes when your friend when you're a friend with a trader, there is at least a thirty to forty percent chance that he's already in a circle. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, when you talk to the guy, say, "Hey, I know a guy. Hey, you want to be friends with this guy? This guy, seems, this guy, this guy is cool. That's cool." So basically, um, the circle I have now is either a guy from a mentorship group who I became friends with, who had other friends who in turn became my friends, or the students who basically performed very, very well. Well, it uh, it, it's very, very rare for them to outperform me, <laughs> but, but. Uh, when they perform particularly well or when they get a trait that I didn't get. So you see, uh, let's deviate a bit. A lot of people want every trade in the market. And I feel that's the worst mindset to have because you can't trade everything. What you need in the market is consistency. If you can trade consistency, consistently and mm. are profitable with it, that's enough. You don't have to catch the highest high or the lowest low or you don't have to catch the big ass drop if you're not able to catch it. You don't have to catch the small spikes and the small booms downwards, you know, because I feel like that's a very toxic mindset because sometimes certain things, in my opinion, they happen without a proper reason. Okay, and so if you're trying to find something that does not exist, it's just going to harm your trading progress. Okay, so it doesn't matter. So if you lost, then you have to look at it and you have to understand why. But if you didn't get a certain trade, it's you have two paths: either 
Okay, so first of all, look into it. But but if there is no possible way for you to get an entry there, no matter who you ask, no matter what you do, no matter how. So basically, it's something that you don't know and it's a bit too far off, then just don't, don't find it. That's fine. Because, but if and only if you're consistent already, okay? Because a lot of beginners adopt that mindset and then they are basically they weren't able to achieve their full potential. So first of all, if you want, if you aren't able to get the trade, look into it, try your best to find it. And if no one else got that trade, and if no one else is, is, explain, is able to explain the trade, and then it's fine. Okay. So back to, back to my story. So yeah. So it's either students that are very high performers or friends and friends of friends. That's basically it. Mm. It's it's, so, it's interesting because I mean what it's coming across like, like, and I think a lot of people listening might be thinking the same thing, that you've got like all this knowledge, you managed to fill in all the missing pieces of the puzzle because you didn't know stuff. And what mm-hmm. you've what you've learned over the years sounds like it could be a you know, a, a, if you had to put it in a in a book, it was like a, a two thousand page book. That's what it's sort of uh, no, sounding like. No, but honestly. what I want to, yeah. So what I want to <laughs> understand is like how how simplified have you made it so that it's it's actually pretty easy to sort of replicate every single time. Let me tell you, let me tell you. Uh, if I have thirty students, and this is a very very bold claim, and I'm probably going to get fired on the internet for this, <laughs> but at least twenty will be successful, or wow. at least twenty will achieve consistency. Wow. Because when I take a student, right, first of all, I will interview them. Okay. But then it's it's a it's a written interview, okay, to see whether this person has the capabilities and has the attitude to trade well. Okay. And sorry, what was your question again? Um I, I um, love the question the question was like trying to, yeah. So how have you managed to simplify down what you've okay. what you've okay, learned okay. over the years? Yeah. Um, so around 20, if I take 30 students, 20 of them will. Well, they won't be successful immediately, but consistency will be achieved. Okay, because first of all, why? Because for, because before I before I actually take them in to be my students, uh, first of all, there's going to be a fee, and then I'm going to interview them, and well, I interview them first, and then ask for the fee because that's not fair. If they give me the fee and then interview them, all right? So I, I interview them and to make sure they have the right attitude, okay? Because I feel like the right learning attitude is the most important in the market, okay? So I need to make sure the person has the capabilities, the mental and emotional capabilities to be able to handle what I'm trying to tell them, what I'm about to show them. Mm. And so my class is divided into basically just five sessions. Okay, the first session is an intro session. Why, exa- why, why, where I just basically brainwash them. Okay, like, okay, you think this exists? You're wrong. You think that exists? You're wrong. So you've been using this all this well. You suck. All right. So basically, it's just me like bitch slapping them. All right. And then my second session is a marking session. So basically, I teach them like five different types of SNRs. Okay. And then uh, that's the simple one. And then second is long-term direction. Okay. And then my third, my third and fourth are just entry classes. And the five is my, I call it the end, where I basically put, I basically super simplify everything into something that is very, 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 very usable. All right. Wow. So let me tell you, if I was able to write a book and filled with drawings, it would be less than 50 pages. Right. Less than 30, perhaps. Really? And this is a very bold claim, but I, I stand on this claim. 
because it is that simple. Because I feel like uh, I have gone through the mind-bending, mind-cracking process of simplifying what is hard. Mm. And te- let me tell you, the, the utmost complexity comes from simplify- simplifying hard things, mm. you know? Because anyone can tell you, any, anyone can tell you E is equals to MC squared, but no one can derive whatever that needs to be derived to get E equals to MC squared. The only person is Einstein, right? Mm. So I don't want to call myself the Einstein of the trading world at all. I'm far from it. But I was able to simplify something that was seen as extremely complicated into something that is extremely simple and achieves, well, consistent results for myself, of course, and for the people who I've taught. Yeah. Awesome. That's that's fantastic. So, um, and I, I, don't, I don't know how on earth you did it, but it's 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 you've done it. So that makes sense that it's not a complex thing that everyone needs to, you know, you're never going to be able to get it into your mind. There's so many moving pieces to the puzzle. If your style is complicated, you're probably wrong. That's mm. basically it. That's yeah. why I always tell my students, you see this as complicated? Yes, sir. Then you're probably wrong. Try right. remarking this. Yeah. Oh, so this is this is it? Yes, that's basically it. Oh, sir, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You know? <laughs> All right. Well, let, let's let's dive into some of the um, stats around what you're doing. So, when you when you're taking a trade, what's your typical risk reward on that trade? My risk reward. Okay. So, the thing is, all right. So I will take profit after thirty pips. Okay. I will take profit after thirty pips, and my SL is twenty pips. But, 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 but. So. In my style, I believe that there are ways, there are ways to predict. Basically, that it's, it's not a foolproof. Okay, so basically, I understand which levels are impossible to break, which levels have to break, and the probability in which it will go far. Okay, I call these things decision levels. Okay, mm-hmm. whether I make a decision to, to cut loss, uh, BE, or take profit full, or take take profit all, or take profit partial, right? So based on the thing that I know, based on that typical that 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 knowledge I know, um, so basically, of course, my SL will be twenty pips. Okay, it will be twenty pips. I've never deviated. Sometimes it's thirty, but it'll never be less than the twenty. It'll never be more than thirty. Depends on the setup. Okay, and so after thirty pips, so basically, it's a uh, one to 1.5 or one to one risk reward ratio. Okay. Because it very, very, so the thing is um, a lot of people out there, they're obsessed with having an extremely, extremely, extremely small risk. All right. Mm. And then the thing is, I am sorry to say this. Okay. I might be wrong. I might be right, but I feel like it's unhealthy based on my experience. Okay. Because if your risk is too small, my teacher told me that your you have to give your trades room to breathe, okay? Because if you give your trades room to breathe, sometimes the illusion of 20 to 30 pips, right? Sometimes makes you feel, I'm going to lose a lot. But you haven't thought about how much it can react given your risk zone, right? Mm. So sometimes this is your risk, right? It goes into the box and then it goes up 30 pips and then returns up there uh, 30 pips. And I know why it returns. I know how to take advantage of it, but that's not, that's, that's not part of the question. Let's talk about risk here, right? And so basically, it goes into my zone or my line. It touches that stuff. It goes 30 pips. And based on what I see in the market, I will either take profit all or I will take profit half and then either let my SLB, let my stop loss be, 
or put it as break even and then let the profits flow. All right? That's basically it. So based on what happens, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that the current market price, the, pro, the current market price action determines everything. Mm. All right? And so based on the current market price, I will either break, I'll, I'll either put a BE, I'll leave my stop loss there um, or I'll just, yeah, so it's either both. It's either that or it's either I'll BE, I'll leave my stop loss or I will just, well, take profit off. That's basically it. Yeah. So, so can I ask a detailed question on that? So say, for example, sure. like you get to the 30 pip mark and okay. you, you're trading on a, like I'm just guessing here, you're trading on a 15 minute candle, right? So your 15 okay. minute candle okay. gets to the 30 pip mark at three minutes into the 15 minute candle. So okay. that you've got another twelve minutes for the candle to close. Are you? Okay, I'll just give you. I'll to... give you. I'll, I'll give you the secret. Okay, if this support level breaks, I'll just hold. That's basically it. Right. Okay. Right. If it breaks okay. the support level, if it if it bounces yeah. off it and doesn't break below, if it, it bounces off it, closes above it. So I won't tell you which support level, but I'll tell you that a certain if, if I'm selling, right? If I'm selling and then it has a hard time, so it has a hard time closing below a certain support level right i will take profit off that's basically it but if it goes to that support level breaks out two candles then we're done we're done here where we you i'll just put a break break even there so basically i believe that when that happens when the level right. has been broken out i believe that is at least a 70 percent chance that the movement will go further than 30 pips mm. okay and so what i do is basically I will I will set either based on what I see because based on experience you'll know whether it's going to be a minimum of 50 or a minimum of 100 or no, no, no. I think I'll give you a more detailed answer. So basically decision levels are levels that price have, has to go to. So if this has broken, it will go to the next decision level and the next decision level and the next decision level. All right. So if I'm feeling zesty that day, you know, that the, this decision level, the, my, the nearest decision level has been broken. I'll just put my break even there and then I'll just go to sleep and just, just see what happens tomorrow. So I'll either get break even or I'll, I'll either be swimming in profit. Yeah. 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 That's basically it. Yeah. Okay. But if so, it closes above, there is at least a 50% chance it's going to go up again. That's basically it. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically you're, you're sort of one to 1.5, but there's a chance on the odd occasion or, or more often than not that you're going to get some ridiculous R at the end of it. So maybe, you know, three or five, five R or something like that. Um, that's based on the runners. Yeah. Um, okay. If yeah. you see my, if you see my trading process and my trading progress in my Instagram, right. A lot of people tell me, sir, how are you able to hold that far? The thing is some of my trades, right. Some of my trades, they're actually, 25% of the original size that was placed and they are very very heavily break even yeah and the thing is i don't know that the market will go that far yeah. right i do, i can't predict 300 500 move, pip movements okay that's not my expertise but can i predict a 100 one yes can i predict a 30 one definitely can i predict a 50 one most probably but i cannot predict extreme long term movements because that is that relies heavily on a lot of economic factors. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So basically yeah. most of the runners I hold are runners that I held just for fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they look good on the Instagram. Um, they look good on the Instagram, yeah. looking like I have the holy grail, but yeah. it wasn't a matter of luck to yeah. get the entries, but it was a matter of luck that it went really that far. 
Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, what about like uh, how many trades are you going to take in a day or over a week? Um, in a day, I try to take a minimum of three and a maximum of five. Okay. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. You know what? I'll give you the proper answer to that as well. Whatever the market gives, I take. Right. That's basically it. Yeah. And so sometimes the market missed. Uh, so the market is basically in, uh, you can't, you, you can't control what the market gives. Right. So sometimes if it's zero, it's zero. I can't do anything about it. Mm. Right. If it's five, it's five. If it's 10, it's 10. If it's, it's never reached 20 before. I think the highest it's reaches like in the, in the 10 to 15 range. Right. But whatever it gives, just take, because I feel like you're, you're, so if you set a daily requirement for the amount of trades you take, you'll either you'll either say fuck you to your strategy, or you'll just put an, a, a heavy emotional burden which causes you to make bad mistakes. Like let's say your strategy just doesn't your strategy d- just doesn't allow you to take any trades today, right? So just don't take a trade, right? So I do not have a daily profit requirement. I do not have a daily trade requirement or trade target all i do is take what the market gives and if it gives a lot i'm grateful that's basically mm. it and mm. so you said you said earlier on that your win rate was 80 percent or about 80 percent about 80 about 80 yes. yeah. it, it was extremely hard to get there let me tell you that oh, yeah and what about the um instruments that you trade how many markets are you just looking gold at? Just, just gold, gold. I, only gold yes oh. i feel like okay so i might be fired again on the internet for this but I feel like each pair, each financial instrument has its, has its like, rawr, you know, it has its like, I will slap you during this. Okay. So that's, there is, okay. So let's say there are three individuals, right? If there's an, if one individual, you, you, you poke a little, he or she is going to hit you with a stick, right? The other individual, if you poke a little, he'll laugh. And the other individual, if you poke a little, he'll just leave you without a trace, right? So that's exactly how I see the, the instruments that I trade. So each instrument has its own attitude, its own flair, its own thing that you'll have to spend time to properly recognize and realize and take advantage of, right? So to me, gold works west, best west. Gold <laughs> works best with the way I trade and it's basically my wife. That's basically it. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Then what about um, your typical trading day? How do you structure it and hours at the chart, et cetera? You know, uh, I think this is also shit advice, right? But I've never cared about sessions ever. Right. right. Like a lot of people go like, I only trade the NY session or the London session or what of the Asian session, right? So, some people call this reckless, but it works for me pretty damn well. Is basically I've never cared about the session. If it gives me a set, I take it. No matter the session, no matter the time, no matter the place. So I wake up at 8 a.m. in the morning and I go to sleep at like 11 or 12. And whatever happens in the middle of those 12 or those like 15 hours, mm. I take basically it. Yeah. And you're in London. So I suppose you're going to be, that's going to be London session and New York. Exactly. Uh, so, exactly. you know, it is pretty much the bulk of the trading day anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Um, exactly. now, uh, so, and you're going to, you're going to set at the, honestly, honestly, the whole day I'm, or? When I'm back in Malaysia, it's, it's yeah. the same story. I just trade oh. whatever is oh, on yeah. that. Yeah. 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 
And, and so, so are you at the charts the whole day or how often are you? No, like, no, 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 no. What are you uh, doing So there? they'll be watching levels. So while I'm doing stuff, I'm eating a restaurant, I'll have my trade. Uh, so basically, there'll be two ways. Okay. If I feel, if I'm feeling lazy, I'll just put a trading view, a trading view notification. Okay. Once it reaches this level, okay, Mr. T, this has reached, this, yeah, about, goal has reached this level, like 70, 98.88. All right. And so what I do is I open it and I see what happens there. Based on what happens there, I will take the trade or won't take the trade. Mm. Okay. And uh, it's either that or I'll just, so basically I feel like one of the most important candles is the 15 and 30 minute candle. So I'll either look at it every 15 minutes if I'm eyeing for a setup or if it's close, or I'll look at it every 30 minutes. That's basically it. Yeah, okay. and so I'm not on the charts, on the computer, coding, or like constantly looking at trading view, observing the, every movement of the market. No, no, because I feel like trading is supposed to give you freedom. Mm. Okay, if all you're doing is sitting in front of a computer looking at the market, then where's your freedom, right? Yeah, so yeah. that's what I think. So I'm not on the charts always. I'm on the charts when basically I I have a I have. I basically have, I don't have a, I don't have a schedule, but I have levels I'm eyeing for. So I'll either put a trading view, trading view notification, or I'll just eye it every 30 minutes. It's basically it. Yeah. 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 And so, so your, most of your entries are on 15, 30 minute charts? 15, 30 minute, one hour, uh, four hour, uh, daily and weekly is used for mid and long-term direction. Mm-hmm. And if I'm feeling, if I'm feeling, if I'm feeling angry, if I'm feeling like, sexy that day i'll go for the m5 and scalp like 10 15 pips you know <laughs> yeah you know um what about like from a mindset point of view did you ever sort of come across any hurdles that you had to overcome yourself and do you have any tricks or te- techniques that you teach your students or or that you teach people i feel like the the easiest way to put it uh, is just try okay because a lot of people are just scared of trying okay but just try responsibly okay so you can't go risking all of your account you can't go risking 30 40 50 or 100 percent of your account if you know your skill level just isn't there yet okay um so i feel like the easiest way to get rid of whatever fucking fear or anxiety or lack of knowledge lack of whatever is just to try so there are two ways okay so like i said shit learning experience and mastery right so a lot of people are in experience phase and they'll they won't go out of it yet so in your experience phase you'll or you are only making your experience phase longer when you're using a real account a live account that you want to grow and basically god please turn me into a millionaire using this account you know what i mean okay yeah. so don't do that don't do that shit if you know that you're still in the process of gathering information okay so what i tell my students is you either use a small account that you're willing to lose or you use a huge demo account so you can get the feel of being a millionaire while learning okay because eventually if you use demo of use a sense eventually if you gather enough information whatever you're trading whatever big lots are using will eventually turn into a reality given the time and patience. Okay. Given your time and patience. So what you got to do is basically start with a small, just try 
just try it out. If you think, if basically, whatever modification you want to do to the, to the technique, do it. Whatever, whatever, if you see a setup in the market, do not be scared, just take it. But take it responsibly. Small account or demo account. And that's basically it. Okay, so, so to you watching there, try harder. Okay, yeah. but try smarter. That's that's a good it's a good advice. Just just try, but yeah, responsibly. Hey, um, what about like when you started that journey of like, okay, I'm gonna try and flip this account. I'm risking thirty percent, or I think you said twenty five percent on the of the one thousand dollars or pounds you started with. Mm-hmm. What was it like that very first trade that you took where you're like, well, if I lose this, I'm, I'm down two hundred and fifty. If I win, I'm up two hundred and fifty. I mean, what was that first trade like? Was that a sort of bit of a nerve wracking thing for you? No, it wasn't. No, because because the thing is, I have done it on demo at least five times before. Right. So when you've trade, when you've trade and trained many times, and then you're in the real battlefield arena. Okay, it's like it. It's exactly the same. Okay. So if you've traded with a demo thousand, and you've successfully grown it, and you've successfully lost it. And you've successfully learned in the process, and you've successfully lost a, a marginal amount, and you've successfully recovered that marginal amount. You, my friend, you will be able to do it in the live markets as well. Okay. So when I first started my my proper journey, well, my well, I've started my proper journey a long time ago, but when I've started my real live account journey, I was ready. I was ready. It was basically it. I felt like it was my time to shine, you know. When you and all you've been doing is throwing, ba- throwing basketball, throwing basketball yeah. into hoops for the past year, and now you're ready to play a real game, right? You're excited and you do well, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Right. What we're gonna do is um, jump into a quick fire round, then uh, wrap this baby up. So okay. How long did it take you to go from UB to consistently profitable? Three years. What's your favorite entry setup? And you can be general in that setup. Entry setup. When yeah. there is a very nice SNR that is fresh, that hasn't been touched, and a trend line appears on it, a third touch of a trend line appears on it, just take it. Thank you later. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. What's your recommended trading book or resource? Me. Right. <laughs> um, what, what's your preferred broker and trading platform? Look, folks, I know you want the answer to this question. Which broker is this trader using? Now, the answer has been sponsored by Black Bull Markets. So to find the answer out, you're going to need to go over to tradingnut.com, find the show notes page for this guest, and then all will be revealed. Brilliant. Well, look, uh, last question before we wrap this thing up. Okay. What about uh, if you could okay. leave our listeners with one piece of advice, what would it be? Your journey, this, no matter, how do I say this? Your journey has just started. If you are not willing to sacrifice a bit of your sanity to achieve success, don't go into trading. (laughs) Because trading will, will test your sanity. It will test your patience, your perseverance, your creativity. But all in all, what is trading? What is trading? Trading is only a test of perseverance and 
the perseverance, creativity, and discipline. That's all. That's all. If you are creative enough to come up with a way to modify your style into things that have a higher win rate, you win. If you're disciplined enough to follow the style that you modified, you win. And if you can persevere enough to be able to modify and to find enough information to modify, you win. So perseverance, discipline, and creativity. And then you, my friend, win. Awesome. That's a great way to end the show. Um, some massive lessons in there, folks. Now, what about uh, for guys that want to get hold of you, guys and girls that want to get hold of you? What, uh, just follow you? my Instagram, RFT. <laughs> Righty-ho. Well, what, what we'll do, folks, is we'll put a link to that under this show, uh, either in the podcast or the YouTube description. So you can go and click on that. You don't have to go and search it. It's also probably here on the screen. If you're watching now, look, a big thank you to uh, Mr. T for sharing with us today. Everything was discussed here along with those links are in the show notes to find them. Simply search for Mr. T in the search box on tradingnut.com. Until next time, wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. Tired of missing trades or spending hours at the charts? Introducing my Robot Builders Club. With our platform, you can build bots in minutes, not weeks, without any coding required. Get lifetime access to my video course, VIP community, and over 40 ready-made robots. Works with MT4 or MT5, and as a bonus, you'll get three months access to my Robot Lab, where we build and test bots on live calls every week. Join the hundreds of traders who are trading smarter, not harder. Click the link in the description to learn more, get the free training, and download a free robot. Righty-ho, folks, there you have it. Interview done and dusted with Mr. T. Now, if you're wanting more, you want to find out how he does what he does on a price chart then he's got he's put together a very nice video for you folks uh, where he breaks down three types of trend lines that are malaysian snr trend lines so very special trend lines very much sought after knowledge in this community and you are going to be able to find out how not just to put, uh, draw these trend lines but also how to trade the trend lines okay so how to get your entries for those trend lines this is what helped them get to that million dollar account so if you folks want to find out how it works then head over to the youtube channel if you're not on there already then make sure you hit subscribe like and click on that notifications bell and click all because that will get you notified when these videos drop now remember other things going on here we've got those live streamers on the channel if you want to be one there's a competition form below the video uh, or in the podcast description and we've got the trading view pro for free if you want to get access to that jump into the description there as well and any of the automation stuff you're looking to do then i've got solutions on all sorts of things over there on tradingnut.com. Uh, All right, folks, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you in the next one.